This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm just wonderful today. Well, good. I am too. I think it's a it's a very strange day as I was driving here. There was a major snow squall. Snowstorm, and then it turned into sleet. Yeah. And then when I got about two miles from here. Sun was out. Sun came out. I, I said, know. where's the rainbow? I just I experienced the <laughs> Those snow squalls are bizarre. They are. Because you feel like you can have a big major dumping of snow and then you see this clearing in the horizon and you're like, and oh, it's so nice. And then I put the sunglasses back on. <laughs> Isha, I p- you passed me on 81 and then I passed you. Uh, on Coming here? Yeah. Yeah, because you pulled in right in front of me. Uh-huh, I mm-hmm. know. I said, there's Nisha. I didn't I have didn't my sunglasses on. Because it was crazy. <laughs> uh, I normally do. Uh-huh. Rain, shine, snow, uh, whatever. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here we are. On this February 4th. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I didn't. I know you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to also say, as we are taping today on the second. On the second Groundhog's Day. Yes, but it's also Linda Barace's birthday. (gasps) Yes. I want to say happy Happy birthday birthday to her. To Dr. Linda Barace. She's a wonderful lady. I love her. So we have a lot of birthdays. We have to, to say celebrate. happy birthday to Randy Williams. Oh, he's his, hating this. He hates why? any attention called to his birthday. He hates it. Why? So I said, I know you hate it. So I will say nothing except to the radio um, <laughs> crowd. That I, to. <laughs> I want to say happy, happy birthday <laughs> to Randy Williams, who is fifty-five years old. Oh, oh third on well, the third. Aren't you though? That's your birthday, too, 55. No, I'm 56. Oh, that's right. You're this year. Right now, because we're still on the second, I'm 55, 55. y'all. But 56 on Saturday. Yes. And I, you know, we talk about those. I could care less how old I am. Yes. Because we are on this side of the grass (laughs) and we are doing our thing. That's a good thing. That is good. So yes, I don't know if you'd be so excited about how old you are if you didn't look so fabulous. Well, oh, you know what, Nishi? That's why I love you so much. But you know what? True, I don't look yes. my age. So let's just go with that. No. <laughs> let's just call a spade a spade That's there. Uh, you look spade more like 35, spade, not 55. Oh, 60, well, 56. That's well how it is. Said. I was talking, my brother Jimmy had said to me, he said, some guy was in the police asking who my siblings were, siblings were. And I told him I have a younger brother and two older sisters. He goes, oh, who are your sisters? So Jimmy said, Barbara Cadden, you know, she owns Cadden Forest. He said, oh, yeah. And he said, Laurie. Laurie. And he said, Laurie's your sister? Yes. I'm sort of paraphrasing here. But anyway, I said, I know, Jimmy, because he can't believe I'm your older sister, right? <laughs> and he goes, well, and he's like, like 
holding it back a little. He goes, yeah, I have to admit it. He did say you look younger. Oh, I said, yes, there we go. All right. Yes. That's Whoever it. that guy is, I love him. Well, that's nice. That happened to me on Thursday night, too. I was so excited. What? Why? They thought you were younger Last than your week, brothers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, you do look young. I know. Yes, you do. So that, Lanisha's the oldest, as I, mm-hmm. and she has two younger brothers. I have two younger brothers and a younger sister, but um, Nisha does look younger than the boys. See, it just goes with good moisturizer and all that. <laughs> Sunscreen. <laughs> no matter what you what you have to pay for it, look, it's good. So that's that it is. wrinkle cream is worth Yeah, it. exactly. It's it's going to be a perfect segue <sighs> for our conversation with Dr. Barbara Plucknett. Oh, see, <laughs> yes. there you go. That's that's how it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. and then the next big day, uh, a big day birthday, the fourth of Feb, and then. It, we go right into um, the 5th of February. Oh, you know who else I have to say happy birthday to? Oh. Attorney Michael Egan. Oh, okay. He is, um, his birthday is the 3rd of February as well. So happy birthday. I love Mike Egan. So happy birthday to Mike Egan. Okay. And, um, and what's on Attorney the Mike Egan. Um, the 5th is Super Bowl. Oh. Hello, we'll be up at I the you, pop back. I thought you had another person in Oh, no, no. I probably do know. Oh, yeah, I well, do know a 5th. Who? Ann, Ann um, McGregor. All right. Anne McGregor's well, birthday. Well, on the 6th. Ronald Reagan. But it's also your favorite paper Oh, that's right. Birthday. Billy Evans. Yes. William P. Evans III mm-hmm. celebrates his 55th. No. God, no. 60th. 50th. Okay. Yeah. He's going to be 60? 60. That old be bastard. 60. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. It's uh, getting up there. The baby. Yeah. The 60. <laughs> Love it. Love it. But it's great. We're so we will be good. up at the lake for uh, a little. Um, we will for some festivities. Yes. Around the Super Bowl uh-huh. issue. We'll have Do a good time. Do you have any particular uh, favorite for this game? Oh, yeah. I'm going with the Patriots. Oh, okay. I, I don't care. I, I, I mean, I don't. Either way, I don't have any feelings about Tom Brady one way or the other. Like, I don't. Um, he's Irish, so you got to go with that. And oh. I'm thrilled about that. But he's I, also I, very handsome. He's handsome. But also, when somebody asked him the other day, there was a clip out there when someone asked him who his hero was. Mm. And he said his dad, and he filled up. Yeah. That. Like when a guy can do that and talk about his father that way, and when he won, when they won for the the playoff, whatever they, whatever their NFL, I don't yes. know what, not NFL, what is it, Ace? It's NFL. No, no, oh, the, the Ace. Which, whatever. The AFC. <laughs> we could tell we're all women here. Whatever AFC they are. Championship. The NFC. Championship. Yeah. So yes. when he won, get he thanked his mother. I think, oh, my God, I love you. But I don't, but I have always been, way back when Jim Kelly was a quarterback who I loved for the Patriots, Mm -hmm. I've always liked New England teams, sort of, so I don't, you know. Well, you'll probably be in the minority then, I have to say, on Sunday. Well, I I know, because you guys all want those other people. See, I don't like the Falcons. I can't stand them. (laughs) I've no, the Falcons are up there with, like, the Cowboys and the Redskins to me. I don't like any of those teams, so I'm going with the Patriots. Patriots. Well, that's I don't fine. care. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go to King of Prussia and go shopping. <laughs> they're both they're, they're they're both East Coast city like teams, yes. so that's okay. Yeah. That's oh, that's because right, you yeah. always got to go for the the East Coast if there's a West Coast, unless you love the the Niners or well, whoever Raiders. Oilers, with, well, hey, yeah. you know the Raiders. No, yeah, the, yeah. I'm just thinking our boy Matt McGloin. I know that would have been nice, but would have been didn't happen. <clears throat> but that didn't happen. Uh-uh. So all right. So yes. it was an East Coast team. And the Raiders, and you had to root for the hometown hero or the East Coast team, and who would you pick? You mean like if it was the mm-hmm. Eagles? Yeah. I would go with the Eagles. 
definitely. Even against your even against the, boy? Yeah, I would. The Raiders, I like because oh, my father that's always... fighting words. I would, but even, even the, my father um, loved the Raiders and the Green Bay Packers. Yes. So I always... And of course, the reason my father loved the Raiders is because John Madden was the coach. Mm-hmm. And he, I'd say, Dad, what, what do you know him? He said, no. But number one, he's Irish. And number two, he's one <laughs> consonant away from being Cadden. <laughs> so oh, that's why no. my father liked the Raiders. Why did he like Green Bay, you ask? Because yeah, he told why? me that there was the largest, the, a huge, um, uh, I don't want to say the largest, but some large population of Irish people who live in um, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh, that was okay, the other reason. Fine. It always has to come back to the Irish yeah, with my father. God bless him. That's, that's okay. You got to be proud of who you are. You yeah. know? But anyway, yes, those were the reasons. So, but I, Sean would kill me if I wouldn't root for the Eagles if they were in the... Oh, sure. He loves the Eagles. I understand that, too. But I just, you know, wanted to make sure we understood Well, and because they're a Pennsylvania team. Now, if it were like maybe the Giants, even though I like them, too, against the Raiders and their West East Coast, I would go with the Raiders because they're not a state team. Philly, you got to go for your state. I know. I have weird thoughts. Well, what about the Steelers? All right, we got the Steelers. Well, them, too. I wanted them to win, for God's sake. They bombed. Yeah, they did. And so did the Packers. I know. Oh, All my sad. God. Very sad. But whatever. We're left with what we have. Yeah, and that's okay. Go, go, Patriots. Okay. It's the story of the world lately, isn't it? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear people say, I don't like that Belichick guy, so I'm not voting for the, I don't want the, the Patriots and whatever. And deflate gate and all that stuff. Whatever. Uh, Still well. going with them. Okay, fine. Well, all right, so that's this weekend. Yes. <clears throat> so we'll have a good, fun, busy weekend. We'll have lots of food, lots and lo- of fun. And lots of, <laughs> and lots of festivities, FFF, exactly. for the February 5th. F-F. Right. Yes. And the head of that, the February 4th. Birthday. Well, of course, the birthday. So, yeah. So anyway. All right. So we got through all that business, I think. Yes, we did. All right. So uh, there was something I, I did want to talk about because I thought you will like this. I don't know. This is, no, you will. It, this is something that was um, something I saw and I thought about you when I looked at it because I thought, yeah, this is something Laurie would like for sure. Um, let me find it here. Okay, this is nine signs you're successful even if it doesn't feel like it. Oh, cool. Okay, so let me read this story. This was something that was on the Huffington Post which I like to read every now and then. Mm -hmm. This was written by a guy named Dr. Travis Bradbury. He's the author of a book called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Is that available on (laughs) Amazon.com? Probably is. (laughs) But I'm not going to... I love emotional intelligence. Love it. Yes. I'm not even going to say anything about his book. I might have to read that book. I might have to read that book. Go ahead. All right. If you're ambitious, you're bound to feel like a failure from time to time. Lofty goals lead to inevitable moments when you aren't yet living up to your expectations. We live in a world that reinforces this feeling, though most people won't admit it, other than the guy with a he who dies with the most toys wins bumper sticker. In the back of our minds, we equate material possessions with success. It's a shame we fall prey to materialistic thinking because we certainly know better. A study by Strayer University found that 90% of Americans believe happiness is a bigger indicator of success than power, possessions, or prestige. 
Um, digging a little deeper, 67% define success as good relationships with friends and family. And 60% said it is loving what you do for a living. Only 20% stated that monetary wealth determines success. By say, but saying and doing are two very different things. When it comes to success, our eyes often lead us astray. It's hard not to feel like the most successful people are those with the biggest houses, the most expensive cars, and the most influential friends. Regardless of what you achieve, there's always someone with more, and this can make you feel like you're losing. The problem isn't your lack of toys. It's believing that toys indicate true success. Here are some of the ways you can get around that. Number one, you are no longer the center of the universe. We all know successful people who act like they're the center of the universe. It's their world and the rest of us just live in it, right? That's not success. True success requires the ability to feel empathy, to realize that other people's feelings and dreams are just as important as ours. Two, you stay positive. Hope and optimism are essential components of a happy life. If you dwell on the things that go wrong, you become bitter and resentful. Number three, you know that failure isn't forever. You've learned that the only people who never fail are those who don't try. When you fail, you don't automatically assume that you're a failure. Instead, you embrace each failure as an opportunity to learn something, and then you move on. If you struggle with this at times, know that you'll never experience true success until you learn to embrace failure. Four, you keep things in perspective. Sometimes bad things happen as part of life. For most of us, however, our very worst day would seem like a vacation to somebody who has real problems, like not having enough to eat or trying to survive a civil war. Locking your keys in the car or even getting passed over for a promotion aren't that bad once you learn to, de to develop perspective. Number five, you ask for help when you need it. Refusing to ask for help, no matter how much you're struggling, is a sign of emotional <clears throat> immaturity. Asking for help means you no longer feel like you have something to prove by being perfect. It shows you aren't afraid of people discovering your weaknesses, and you understand no one succeeds alone. Six, you realize that life isn't a zero-sum game. It's not a seesaw either. Just because somebody else achieves a big success, that doesn't mean you suffer a loss in equal proportion. You just didn't win that particular time. One sure sign of success is the ability to celebrate others' achievements with sincere enthusiasm. Number seven, you can tell the difference between drama and excitement. Number eight, you're no, you no longer care what other people think. And number nine, you accept what you can't change and change what you can. The old, what's that? Um, let's, whatever, we'll talk about that when we get back. Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a very quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden. I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women. Available on uh, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there's I a think, podcast. I think, what is she And doing? there's a podcast, <laughs> powerofthepursepodcast.com. Yes, and it's the serenity prayer, the, the That's ninth what it one. Was. That I was like, whoa, okay, well, good. That's it. So we are joined this, this morning by the lovely Nisha Aurora. Nisha is general counsel for ERA One Source Realty. ERA has about 100 agents in seven counties and... 10 counties and seven offices. seven offices. There we go. <laughs> Correct that. And <clears throat> she's here to join us to have some fun. And you know what? We, I, I was going to, we have to give another one more shout out because Nisha won't mind. Um, we were at Sterner's, Sterner's last night where Kathy and Brenda said they were going to come on and do a, a, a little show, remember? Yeah. And everyone was saying that would be a wild show. It sure would. With those two. But anyway, so big hi to <laughs> Brenda and all the gang at Sterner's. Mm-hmm. Nisha, what's on your, uh, what's your talking point today? Well, I thought I might go over, because sometimes we talk about advanced real estate topics, and I thought I'd bring it back to basics and to talk about how long it actually takes and all the steps involved in purchasing a house. Um, since, you know, it's always a good time to buy a house, and it's always a better time to buy a house through ERA One Source Realty. There you go. Of course. Yes. So a lot of people ask, <laughs> Like, I guess a lot of people don't know what the process is that they are going to go through when they look at a house. And my mom and I did a first time homebuyer seminar for um, some of the newer doctors who had moved in to town. And I didn't realize, you know, actually, I maybe it's because I grew up in this business that, you know, it's not common knowledge for everybody to know what all the steps are and about appraisals and inspections and all of that. And so that's the number one reason why it's important to get a realtor and a realtor that you trust and you feel comfortable with. Um, but also it's it's important kind of to educate yourself a little bit about what you're going to expect in the process. Mm-hmm. So um, a, a lot of people ask, how long does it take to find a real estate agent? Obviously, you don't have to stick with the first agent that you see a house with or that you call, but most people end up doing that actually because, you know, if it's, I guess, that's a personal decision and a lot of people don't really, you know, they don't realize how close they're going to get to their realtor at the beginning. So they don't think, well, let me make sure that we mesh well. So I would say that's important. And if you're ever with an ERA agent and you're not happy with that agent, we would encourage you just to give us a call and we can find an agent who's a better fit for you without any questions or problems or you don't even have to do anything to to get rid of the one that you don't like. Yeah, because that that is a big issue because it is like you're saying, it is so important to have that relationship because you're trusting them, you're divulging personal information, you're spending a lot of time with these people, and you're entrusting them to do what you need them to do for you. Right. And if sometimes due to, you know, men, it can be a personality conflict, just like any mm-hmm. other relationship you have. If that's the, it's not, it's like, it, it, I equate this to leaving your hairstylist yeah. and not going to another one in the salon because you're afraid you're going to hurt their feelings. I guarantee you that the owner of that salon would rather you stay and move and be happy with someone else than just to bolt out of the place. And same thing as what you're exactly. saying. Make a personal phone call. Would they yeah. call you if that's could an call issue? Me. They could Nisha? ask for Because that's yeah. so important and no one's going to be offended. Just mm-hmm. move on with it. Our customer service and client service is our number one priority. So that would be something that we would appreciate if you would reach out to us and let us know if you're not happy with someone and then we can fix it and make it better and find someone who's a better fit for you. Because you're right. Maybe, you know, your highlights didn't come out good and you want to try someone new yeah. and you like the salon and you like where you're going, but 
you know, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I'll hurt their feelings for you. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. But but the thing is, people don't, they, they would, they would think, oh, maybe I just have to get out of here now because it's that mentality that you think you'll be, but that's not true. You can, there's so many people. As our agents deal with more and more um, younger buyers and especially millennials, they, you know, they're pretty sure of what they want and they're pretty sure of who's a good fit. And if it's not a good fit, they're just going to tell them. Yeah. So I encourage that kind of honesty uh-huh. because that's how the foundation of a true, you know, re- real estate, because it is a fiduciary relationship yes. where someone is representing your best interest. So exactly. you, you want to have that level of comfort. Um, Another question people ask is, how long does it take to get approved for a mortgage? Now, it used to be that you could, well, well, Rocket Mortgage and Quicken Loans and everything will make you think that you get approved for a mortgage in 90 seconds. Uh Yes. Not exactly true. (laughs) Lynn, you can attest to this, and Laura, you can attest to it, too. It normally takes about two weeks to get approved for a mortgage. Mm -hmm. And I would suggest, if you're serious about buying a home, that you find a financial institution that you're comfortable with. Interview a couple of different mortgage brokers. Find one who you trust, the same as you feel with the realtor. You will get a feeling if they have your best interest at heart or if they're just trying to make the deal. And go with the person who your gut feeling says is the right person. Get them to pre-approve you and pre-qualify you. And start with that because then they already have your information. You're not going to fiddle around with a bunch of people, digging your credit score, checking into things. Online lenders are great. They can often offer lower rates, but you need to be a savvy consumer to be, to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question there because I think this is something that a lot of people think, but they don't ask. Um, is it unethical to ask your realtor if they can refer you to any kind of a mortgage broker or brokers? I mean, is that something that's okay to do? Yes. Yeah. Um, the so realtor- you don't have to go do it by yourself no. if you don't want to. And if you love your realtor and you trust your realtor and your realtor has relationships with certain mortgage brokers and good mm-hmm. working relationships with them, he or she should give you a list of three or four people yeah. and okay. um, that's perfectly acceptable. And who knows better than mortgage, than, excuse me, realtors as to who is a good mortgage uh underwriter whatever professional yeah. because you deal with them you see you can see right. it, that they're the best person to ask and it's mm-hmm. strictly on a hey well we've worked with them go see them I, that happens all the time or and, don't go to this one yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. same is true and especially if you have um a lower credit score and you're trying to get you know shaky like you're on shaky grounds for financing mm-hmm. don't mess around go with someone who's gonna you who's gonna assure you they can do the whole thing like we just had a deal fall apart because um the the it was a, an out-of-town mortgage broker and they ultimately decided that they weren't going to take the loan on but they should have never let it go for eight weeks without telling right. the buyer that they weren't going to take the loan right. and it came down to the fact that they wanted an extra bill but that was a condition at the beginning in the conditional commitment letter well also being pre-approved just helps the seller decide who right. they're going to go with because if you're not yeah. if you don't have a pre-qualification letter in your packet they have no idea whether this is going to pass at least they know and the seller the buyer knows what limit they can do as far as the house what they can afford so it makes everything so much easier to get yeah. that all done up front. But a common misconception is that a pre-qualification or is a pre-approval approval is an approval. It's not, and it's exactly. Not. Yes. So get one, but then go, try to 
get it from someone who you're ultimately going to go to for yes. your mortgage because that will take a lot of pressure off of you as the buyer. There's documents you have to send. Like when, when my brother and his wife bought their house, my brother is the youngest and he's a little bit of a high maintenance child. So he's also a physician. <laughs> so bank statements aren't his forte. So God bless his wife because uh-huh. she pulled everything and it's really easy now. You can email everything. Everything goes through secure transactions. You don't have to worry about drop going, dropping off paper, signing oh, things yes. in person. Um, so just follow what the, the mortgage broker or the lender says to do. Get them their paperwork on time because they are bound. It's not them who's making the decision. Their whole, your whole, whole file goes to underwriter. Right. And the underwriter is the one with the real power. Mm-hmm. So they're like the ones with the judge, jury, and gavel, everything saying whether or not you, you get the ultimate approval. And that doesn't happen oftentimes until seven or eight days before your actual oh, yeah. closing date. Mm-hmm. So there's Crazy. a lot of moving parts that are involved. Um, so just, you know, Google it, you know, just get them the papers when they need them. Um, <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Another question we get is how long does it take for an offer to be accepted? <clears throat> and this is fun because on HGTV, the Ugh. offer comes, gets accepted in five minutes mm-hmm. and yeah. everything's and done. And the exact <laughs> price of the, 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 the place they sell for yeah. all the time. Yeah. Okay. Right. And Chip and Joanna are in there digging everything up within two days of everything happening. Yeah. It's not I that can't. quick. Mm-mm. Normally, it's about three business days for an offer to be accepted. So another reason you need a good realtor is because there are timeframes that we put on the agreement of sale, which is a binding contract. So when you're presenting your offer, the seller has the ability to either accept the offer, counter offer, or refuse the offer. Right. So you want someone who's able to negotiate that for you. Now, in Pennsylvania, it could say that you have um, three days to accept the offer, but if negotiations are continuing back and forth, that is deemed extended, that three-day time period. So you're not really out of time if you're still fighting back and forth about a price. Right. I shouldn't say fight, I should say calmly negotiate. That's another good point to make, and I'll throw that in, is um, a realtor and being a good negotiator and knowing how to sell it because they are the ones who, on your behalf, are working with the other person to make this deal happen. So it's crucial that they're good negotiators. And how do you find that out? Mm, Talk to them. I I mean, my favorite part of real estate is the is deal the, the deal. deal I hate the houses I hate running all I because every house you know you just, it just and plus I think oh god I would love this so I always think it's like <laughs> what else? but so I love it, it's the art of the deal for me I okay. love that back and forth that just is the best feeling for Gets me. Gets the adrenaline flow. Yes, huh? love it. Most okay. realtors, that's their favorite part mm. is putting the deal together. And I think that's what attracts that certain personality to this profession. Yeah. The same as kind of lawyers who, who litigate and um, negotiate a lot of deals. I think it's it's a personality trait. You either love the fight or... You don't. You don't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so after you're at the point where the deal is together and you've made an offer, the offer's been accepted... Um, the next step would be to get your inspections in order. And inspections, I think, are a very important tool. The Pennsylvania um, Agreement of Sale, the standard agreement of sale, allows you a 10-day period within which to complete your inspections. So you get a state-licensed home inspector to come inspect, and then you know what condition your property is in before you're actually bound to buy it because Mm -hmm. the inspection contingency period allows you to back out of the deal
deal if the house comes back a big disaster. Right. And how nice. do you what do you how do you work with that ten day thing if you call the inspector who says I'm sorry I can't make it out there till the third week in February? Another reason you need a really good realtor yeah. because mm-hmm. yeah. when when we call the inspector he says i'll be there tomorrow absolutely okay. that is that, that's important yes it is that's very important for you i'll be there i'm getting out there but oh yeah and they'll okay. get it done they know the rules they know how the state works they'll do okay. it okay yeah and um, and they want the business they want yeah. the business <laughs> sure and there's yeah. well, there's not that many of them actually no like, i you know think, you think that it's you know there's 20 or 30 there's probably only a half dozen in Lackawanna County or well I'd say maybe 10 in Lackawanna County and trust me they curry your favor they'll be all over the place making sure at Christmas and everything right knees dropping off yeah, candy cookies. and have cook because they want you to know they're here to do this business and they want to help you make this deal and they'll do it okay. but it is relationship driven and I have to say all the ones like I mean we've used probably all of them in Lackawanna County and they're all very thorough and mm-hmm. do a good job so I've never had a, had a disaster with any in my all my years of doing real estate ever with an inspector. They've always done beautiful work okay. with true information and make and then the follow up. It's yeah, it's worth the money. really good. I'd say that's definitely worth the money. So that's a good little some good tidbits for everyone yeah, to yes, think it about. Is. I love it. Let's do more of this next month. I like that. Okay. That's okay. good. Some more. Yeah, Nisha, because this is all good stuff that people should understand. You got oh, it. Good. Thank you. Nisha, how can people get in touch with you? You can reach me at our corporate office in Clark Summit, 570-587-9999, and our website, www.era1, for all your buying and selling needs. There you go. Thank you, Nisha. Thank you. And we will be next up with our, the, um, our doctor. Plucknet. She is the owner of uh, Advanced Gynecology Associates. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Hi, we're back. This is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And um, my co-host had to step out for a little bit, so Laurie's not here with us. But our guest expert for today is Dr. Barbara Plucknett, who is the owner of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. Welcome Dr. Barbara. Good morning. How are you? Fine, thanks. What wonderful stuff are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, I had two different occasions recently where, you know, I was on my soapbox talking about what I normally talk about, and uh, these folks um, that I work with in different, uh, both the hospitals that I work at, um, you know, um, had no idea what I was talking about and looked at me as though I I had two heads or three eyes or something of that sort. And I think that these things are commonly known um, problems that we have in, in, with our food sources and our, um, I'm going to talk about cosmetics and things of that sort. But but truly, these friends of mine really hadn't heard this information and, and thought that what I was saying was, was quite odd. So I thought I would actually talk about two topics today that I find um, concerning about our health and staying healthy. Um, the first one is uh, parabens. So what happened was we were in the operating room, and, of course, your hands being in water all the time, your hands get very dry, and someone had some very nice hand cream, and they were offering it to people to put on. And, of course, I always flip the container over to read the ingredients. 
because it's very hard to find good, healthy hand creams. And, of course, I, I flipped it over and I read something paraben. And I said, well, really, thank you so much for offering this lovely hand cream that makes your hands feel better, but it's really not good for you because it contains parabens. And they looked at me and they said, well, what does that have to do with anything and what is a paraben? And quite honestly, you know, I have a hard time finding paraben-free cosmetics and hand creams and makeups and things of that sort. And and what are parabens? You'll see them on the back of most of your products. Um, if you go to one very, very popular commercial warehouse, um, you know, place where you buy a lot of your products, um, there's not one product down that aisle that doesn't contain a paraben. And a paraben is a preservative. So obviously it behooves the manufacturer to put these parabens in their products because they last longer. They help prevent overgrowth of bacteria, mold, and fungus or yeast. So of course they're going to put these things in products because that's what um, will preserve their product to sit on that shelf for a prolonged period of time. But quite honestly, parabens are, they act like they are chemicals, but they act like some of the hormones in our body. And so when we put these chemicals on our skin or on our hair products or in our deodorant or our makeup, they, the body may be confused to think that they're like our hormones. And therefore, they start talking to our body like a hormone does. And a hormone really is a communicator in our endocrine system. Our system, you know, we talk about thyroid and I talk a lot about female hormones, um, but these, these preservatives are in these components. They act a lot like estrogen, one of the main female hormones. And so they interfere with a, your body's own hormone function. Um, and it also can interfere with testosterone, so it can affect men as well. So these hormones or these hormone disruptors is what we call them. We actually call them endocrine disruptors can be the causes of many things like miscarriage, premature birth, birth defects, um, deficient sperm in the male, obesity, a lot of metabolic disease, problems with our bone strength or bone density, and of course, breast cancer. And so the parabens um, like to look like estrogens, therefore they bind um, an estrogen receptor, which is what is a hookup place for the uh, estrogen to attach to our cells and tell our cells what to do. And when the body senses we have too much estrogen, well, it stimulates things like our cells to grow too much, which is the whole idea behind the breast cancer issue. And actually, there were a couple of studies that, sh that noted that these parabens were found in biopsy samples from breast tumors. Hmm. We're also found the CDC. So we know the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Um, they noted that in, um, they did a particular study, and they were looking at urine specimens, and they every sample that they tested showed evidence of parabens in their urine, every single one. So we know that they're prevalent. They're everywhere. Um, you really have to work hard to find products that are not paraben to know what it is that's in these products. Um, the other product that I wanted to talk about that, that came up with that is a phthalate. That's actually a PHTH phthalate. Um, these are disrupting of the male hormones. So you'll see that um, phthalates 
are used in plastics. They're actually what's used to make um, a solution, a consistent solution. So we see them in fragrances, nail polishes, hairsprays, um, things of that sort. But these can disrupt the male organ, male hormones more than they do the female hormones. Um, and so you'll see decreases in sperm count, insulin resistance, and things of this sort. So although the, the cosmetics may seem great and they may last a long time and they don't have any um, product concerns, um, they're really harming your body in the long run. So that's my soapbox on parabens. <laughs> um, Barbara, you know, I just question about that because... My understanding is that parabens um, are waxed. Am I off yes. on that? No, correct. That is, it's a preservative. Okay. Then uh, if I'm thinking of uh, a treatment that I know that canning. happens. No, 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 not that. But I'm thinking that um, when you go, a lot of women will go to beauty salons. They have mm-hmm. this uh, paraben wax treatment for arthritis. That you just put your hands in the right. You dunk your hands in. Yeah, and so is that still doing the same thing? Is that being absorbed through your skin? It can be. Yes, a paraben is a paraben. So if you have that, but I, but I think we're talking about two different things. So it's paraffin and paraben. Oh yes, you're right. So there's paraffin wax. Um, but if there's parabens in their products that they're using for preserving things, yes. But that's a paraffin wax. So a little bit different. Okay, yes. Well, that's right. I, I was getting them confused. But the other right. question I had, though, isn't there um, some level that the CDC has determined is non-toxic to people, or is it just all of it is a problem? You know, they, so if you look at the, what the FDA shows, um, the FDA doesn't actually correlate any particular level of parabens to being a cancer-causing agent. And what what typically happens is if they were finding anything of concern um, and and sad to say, they'll just simply raise the level. So, you know, they they raise the limits so that things are no longer, quote unquote, concerning. Um, But if you look up online, if you Google parabens in association with cancer, they will say that there's no specific study that has shown a direct link between paraben use and cancer. But there's these other studies that show that, you know, they found it in the cells of breast can- or breast tumors and, and the things of that sort. Hmm. So, you know, it, it, we know that it's an endocrine disruptor, just like plastics. So, you know, the uh, BPA and plastics, and that's why we got away from using the, the, the plastics all the time. Um, and that's one of the things I also talk about, a lot about is because it, it disrupts our endocrine, our hormone system. And this is how our body works. You know, the endocrine mm-hmm. system regulates all our hormones from the brain to the nervous system to our metabolism, our blood sugar. Um, and when we disrupt these hormones, um, our body's not quite sure how it's supposed to function. And when we get these disruptors, they either increase or decrease production of hormones or they initiate other hormones. They could interfere with how hormones work. Um, they could tell cells to die prematurely. They can compete for essential nutrients. So these disruptors, they can do all kinds of things. It's not specifically one um, item on the agenda list. Um, and there's no real dose-dependent effect. So sometimes even just a very small amount of a, a hormone disruptor or an endocrine disruptor, such as a paraben, can really cause a, a grave de- um, you know, effect on your body. 
Well, wasn't didn't the last time that didn't make any sense? The last time that we we had a conversation about genetically modified foods, organisms, um, right? There was there was something about that that affected the endocrine system as well, correct? Right, right. So that was we were talking about the pollutants um, and the uh, the Roundup and yes. the glycophosphate as it, uh, in it, it, that's also an endocrine disruptor. That's one of the other things that's recommended to avoid for the same reason. Um, you know, these mm-hmm. are chemicals um, and these chemicals um, were thought to serve a purpose and they certainly do. But unfortunately these chemicals, our body sees these chemicals as something different than what the inventors originally thought for them to be, um, you know, as their function. And so they really do interfere with our, our, fun- our body function. So, so it's best to avoid. What do we look for? Paraben. Anything with the last word paraben. It could be methylparaben. There's all kinds of different parabens. There's many names, but you're looking for the word paraben, and you want your products to be paraben-free. It's a task, I will tell you. You really do need to put some time and effort. You know, I, I, obviously, I flip everything over and I read the back of every product that I eat, drink, consume, use, whatever it is. I always want to know what is it I'm putting into my body. Do I, can I, and I always say, if you can't pronounce the words, you probably shouldn't be using the product. Now, that's a little bit more difficult when we're talking about cosmetics and things of that sort. Yeah. But, um, you know, you just need to go with pure products that don't have a lot of, no fragrance. You want no fragrance because fragrance is an issue. Um, That's Mm -hmm. part of the whole phthalate issue. But you want them to say that there's no um, preservatives in the product that you're using, understanding you're probably going to have to turn around and, and rebuy these products at a sooner rate because if they're, you know, um, lipsticks and hairsprays, they may spoil. I mean, we don't think of cosmetics as spoiling, but they do. Right. Yes, they do. So you, you just need to buy them more often. So pick a couple mm-hmm. that you really like and stick with them. But, you know, I have certain brands that I know I can trust. And, you know, the one site that I really like is the Environmental Working Group. Um, it's a okay. website that gives much information on, um, you know, products that they trust. Um, guide. There's a guide to sunscreens. I'm going to talk about them in, a, in another minute about foods, um, chemicals. Um, is a, uh, Environmental Working Group has a skin deep guide to, to cosmetics. Um, you know, there's uh, all kinds of things on their website, but they they actually work through all of these products and decide what's safe and what's not safe, and they try to look at the science behind it. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we're we're running out of time here. So tell me, uh, tell everybody, how can they reach you if they have more questions or they'd like to get in touch with you? So we're located on Jefferson Avenue across from Regional Hospital. Uh, We are in the Physicians Building on the second floor, Suite 203. Our phone number is 570-344-9997. And we can be located online at drbarbaraplucknett.com. And we would love to see you in the office, and we can certainly help you figure out uh, your best way of achieving your health. Sounds wonderful. And I appreciate you saying all that because I think it's something most of us wouldn't even think to look for. So no, thank but, you very much. And my friends didn't either. So, uh, you know, that was just <laughs> exactly. a good uh, eye-opening lesson. It was a good thing they mentioned that because I had something to talk about. So that's That's wonderful. right. That's right. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Plutnett. And uh, we will uh, be back next week. And as Laurie would say if she was here, be safe and be nice. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.